everybody. We are here at another super cool, freaking awesome week of Nitty's Knocker. I'm a little frazzled and bedazzled, but you know, we does this. We here, we um on CPT time today. Sorry, you know, uh, sometimes life gets to you when you live in Chicago and got to drive in the snow. So um, we're here with Brandon. Yo. And we're here with Rico from Rico's Playhouse. How you guys doing? Don't be scared. Look, <laughs> bro, he came on. You, How you guys doing? No, that, <laughs> that's not one of those, bro. Rico has his own podcast that I've had the opportunity to sit in on, and he is definitely a man with words. So he'll be <laughs> he'll be livening up in a little bit. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I'm just a little. <laughs> you nervous? Yeah, man, I ain't. Uh, <laughs> I had a little just sitting in the Uber on the way here. It took five hours just sitting there. <laughs> well, welcome. Thanks for being a part today. We're going to be talking about Miss um, Kylie Jenner and, uh, you know, that situation. We're going to talk about Trayvon Martin and where he would have been if he was alive today and how we are standing with police brutality. going to introduce you guys to uh, two youngins who will be joining the Weekly Wave, um, two teenagers who go to Gwendolyn Brooks High School, and they're going to be pretty much giving their insight on high school life and some solutions. You know, just, just the everyday life of... of High school kids, Some you know, scholars, I don't, you feel me? I, I mean, I would hope y'all are y'all smart. Y'all got good grades. Wait, how you ain't gonna vouch for yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, y'all know it. Come on over. We're gonna get y'all comfortable so that y'all know how to talk on air. And are we going with just Fifi? Just Fee. So the name of their little segment will be Just Fee, where it's Justin and Felicity. Felicity happens to be um, my little sister. Was that on purpose? Like the Just Just, just Fee. Because Justin. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, I think my mom helped with that. Okay. Okay. She must have woke up at four o'clock in the morning, like. Oh, Speak Justin up. Come up to the mic. You know. Hello. Tell me your name again. I said it, but say well, it. Well, I'm Felicity and Justin. We can't hear you, Justin. I'm Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi. Just Fee. I like unicorns. How about y'all? Yeah. Uh, you might have to step out the room. <laughs> yeah, bro. You can't really. I wasn't really really with it at first. But you you understand. You'll, you'll be okay it. with them yeah. eventually. The bell is for language. Ah, uh, what the? You know. <laughs> exactly. Good job. You can learn how to use the bell, though. And um, let's actually go ahead into talking a bit before we play any music. And we're going to play music from the Nitpicks playlist okay. today. Um, but Kylie Jenner... Uh, has had her baby by Travis Scott, and the baby's name is Stormy. Why? I mean, if I knew why, you know, <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about. Man, shout out to their mama. I wonder if it's Stormy mm. Scott or Stormy Jenner or Stormy Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, what, it, what? Yeah, what? What well, you know, Travis Scott is a, a real man, you know, so he... He's a, a real man. Ninja, a real <laughs> Travis... He from the South, so that baby guy is last name. Yeah, so... Is oh, this, so his last name is not Scott? <laughs> is it Scott? I mean, he, they be changing it up. It's not his real name? Oh, that's not his real name. What's his real name? I don't know, but I know that's not it. Oh, snap. So it's okay. probably Jenner then. Okay, so yeah. It can't have it be no Williams or something like right. that. Right. Stormy Jenner, and um, she's 20. Right? She's a 20-year-old. 
girl. Who? Kyle. Oh, Kylie. Oh, you said Stormy Jen. I'm like, the baby? T- <laughs> I'm like, Already, what, what superpowers do they possess? Like, oh, man. They created no, but, um, over there. She's 20 years old, and she just revealed to the world on February 1st that her baby was born on February 1st, and how excited she is, and, oh, I'm going to be a mom, blah, blah, blah. And now you have all of the Kylie hype beasts excited to have babies. You know, you have baby fever with a lot of younger kids now because Kylie. Yeah, I like babies. So now being. I don't know babies, but I like No, babies. I know, but the thing is, you know, girl. Kylie Jenner has a ton of fans, right? right. Her life is handed to her, mm. which is what we all wish, you know, we had. Mm. Just to wake up and have money hitting you in the face. Like, oh, oh, money. You know, like we all dream about it. Right, Brandon? Of course. <laughs> I'm thinking about money right now. <laughs> so, I just kind of wanted to talk about the whole idea of Kylie Jenner having a child at 20 and making it such a... Like, with her boyfriend, you know, she's not married. Um, he's not really around as much. I mean, he's there, but, you know, he's you touring. Mean, Kanye. And, like, I mean, that's a baby... Travis Scott is a baby Kanye. Like, that's all he... So, you think he's going to go into the sunken place as well? He already did. What you mean? He had a baby with like the, the founders, the CEOs of the Sunken Place. Like he's there. What do you mean? No, but he I might feel be like surviving, man. I, he gonna come out. You feel me? He's like, but I feel like with Kylie, like I, the way they hid the pregnancy and kept it a secret for so long. That sounds like something he did. It's like right, it's no, nothing, nothing to do this. No, it's not even that. Like I feel like he wanted to tell people, and and, and Chris came out the out the dark. Like no, like <laughs> that little Kermit with the hood on. Right, like, like they walked in the house one day. Know. She was sitting on the couch, you know, in that Chris Jenner pose. You feel me? Like she she when she found out Kylie was pregnant, she immediately was like, okay, let's. How can we make this work for us? I don't feel like it was anything genuine behind the video. It. It's a cute video. It's supposed to be cute. It's supposed to be heartwarming. and, and, and <laughs> Yeah, people stuff, are like, you know? oh, I'm shedding a tear because Kylie Jenner made a video about having a baby. And now, I don't want people to get it mixed up. Like, having a baby is a very beautiful thing. Like, creating life is a beautiful thing. But you're 20 years old, and there are a lot of young girls who do not have the money or support system that you have, and they're probably going to be wanting to have kids. Yeah, but that's when your parents got to come in because I didn't tell my mama some wild stuff. Like, I mean, but our I, parents' parents anymore. Like, I thought I wanted to be a thug because I like DMX, <laughs> and boy, was I mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> your parents, hey, you just gotta gotta chill out. Like, but no, nah, but the fact that they, I don't know. Like, I feel like the fact that they hid it, like that, they, they just hid it out. The, like that was that was something different. So I was yeah. just like, so that might have been him. Like, you know, hitting up with the, hey, we not about to do this circus. Nah, but not mm. with no kid, like nah. But it was the gender thing to do. Like it, it. I mean, but to the make mama a big deal about right. Like regardless of what happened, the mama can't do nothing. It, she got it. The kids got to be with it. So it's like Kylie coming out with a baby. I don't mind. believe that. I, I don't believe that is. the kids have any control. Chris Jenner is like. I mean, hey, when yo she rules the world. She the female Joe Jackson, except she probably just didn't beat her kids, but. Hey. I mean, not with physical fist, but with yeah. sex. She locked the drugs. check accounts. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? She took away the credit cards and stuff like that. That's probably what she did to punish them, you know. But cause you can't punish somebody rich. Like, you can't. <laughs> like, what'd you go do? Take yeah. their money. Like, nope. Really? Nope. <laughs> can't like do that. Calabasas, G, like, right, like, I can go outside and just have a good day, you know. So, so that's the thing that I, you know, I'm pretty much highlighting is like, 
she a lot of people have kids around that age but you are displaying motherhood as a very um privileged thing because you have everything you need right there she got 443 roses from travis scott the day the baby was born and then more roses from her sisters more roses from everybody just sending their roses I'm like man like will I, I get mean, roses I mean no. if, if we was all rich I'd send you roses I'd send you the <laughs> thanks roses. Rico right. thanks you know like when you have and that's what I feel like this kind of generation like is kind of like stupid like we follow everything you know literally like we follow stuff you know but you get on Facebook and you get on Twitter and Instagram and you, and you see Kylie getting the how many roses 443. The baby was born at 443. That many roses. And you want that. You know, because, like, somebody sent me that many roses. But well, what am I, first of all, what am I going to do with all of those roses? <laughs> and that's another rich thing. They have a garden, so they could just go, I'll put all those in the garden. Me, they can be discarded. I don't know what I'm going to do next with day. You can't live your life based off other people. That's true, that. but that's not about. That's not what we do, right? We already know that it's not smart to live your life based off of social media. Why do you... You know, being in high school, that a lot of people are going to be looking at this like, oh my gosh, like, Kylie is so amazing. She's such a beautiful mom. I want to be a mom. Yeah. You know, it, it, it happens. You know, maybe not in your friend group or things like that, but it's like trying to understand the mind of... Y'all, what do they call y'all? Generation Z? No, nah, they ain't part X. of our generation. No, nah, they can't. No, they no, 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 no. After ninety five, I, I don't know what you are. Right. No, I understand, but I which, can't really. pause in the in the no. Thing. They the new one. No, I saw it. It's a new one after millennials. As y'all, the little ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know. It's just the way I don't. I'm just not comfortable with. What's going to happen to... Because we have, it's a very influential society that we live in right now. So you see something on... Like, even with wanting to be popular on the internet. Why do you want to be popular on the internet? Now, I like, want to be popular because I just want to make money. Well, you make money off. I, I mean, so, like, maybe y'all can explain. It's 12-year-olds, like, literally, like, that's going, like, maybe 7th grade. Mm-hmm. Trying, like, got Instagrams and Twitters, getting clout, like, thousands. I have to follow a kid on Twitter. Like, I'm thinking, like... They're like 20, 21, they're 16, 17 years old, looking grown. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, that's how they, that's how these kids live their life. Like, they don't have like an outside, like, you know, we used to go outside and be on, out playing with our friends. But now you're older now, like you 12 and 13, now, you're 14 right now, right? 16. You're sick. Well, Whoa, Brandon. Yeah. You was you, old. They looked at you like, we grown. That's offended her. <laughs> no, but like. Yeah. Be, <laughs> no, but the little kids younger than y'all like are yeah. doing what we doing on it on social media. Yeah, my little cousin was just typing away. I'm like, how old is your cousin? Well, not my cousin, but how old is Kendra? My little sister is ten. Yeah, she was texting fast. Really good at it, by the way. She knows all the right words. She had her headphones on. Is on <laughs> Thriller and Triller and uh, Magic Jack and all these different apps. And I was like, what's that? She's like, oh, this is so-and-so. All you hear is, and then the whole night, you know, we had a sibling sleepover over the weekend. They wanted to be on their phones more than Felicity and, you know, my brother Jabbar and all of us. And I'm like, put it down. You know, like, her brain is just like a TV. Yeah, but, you know, 
like clout the new heroin. So it's like, <laughs> like, like, man, it's like the crack epidemic. Hey, bro, can I get like 150 followers, bro? Like, please, dude. <laughs> like, it's people out here paying like money to get followers. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there like, you spend money. This girl was selling her, her Twitter. She had like 50,000 followers. She was selling it for like 10 grand. No, and people be buying them. Well, I'm gonna get my followers. I'm gonna go make me another page and get me get my followers up and give me a little check. Um, I mean, why not? Right. It's That's big, honestly the the key. That's how you do it. You just that long as a sponsor sees over 10k, they will give you whatever you want. And YouTube didn't update price. Like now, you got to get more views now to get paid. Like because they realize, okay, this, this is getting really easy. Like <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, social media is a new thing and it's crazy. Like it's. And that's why the whole Kendall, I mean, Kylie, the girls, them, mm-hmm. then had a kid and they turned it into another media extravaganza. You know, they made it really beautiful, really amazing. Honestly, Travis Scott was probably not there <laughs> three, two thirds of the time. The, video I could care less the few that. videos they show with him in it are probably the only times that she spent with him. How, how can you say that? Because it was when the baby was first being, you know, like yeah. going to check the, you know, doing the test, the ultrasound. Mm-hmm. But there were no more shots of him with her as of he, a developing. So he probably didn't want to be involved in that. <laughs> He's like, man, I'm, I'm not. I'm good. Yeah, he, a, he from the South. He probably like, gee, yeah, I'm not. A seriously, really, bro. Like not all these cameras. I'm good. Like Certain people just be out here laying low because then nobody even knows she was messing with him for a little minute. Like <laughs> it's. So they just got caught at the game, like. And then it's you know I don't know it's just this is why it sucks because we come and there are these celebrities who take reality and turn it into a reality show, like literally you know that's what reality TV is. It's like taking things that people really go through and heightening it. In a very positive light. Like, there can never be any real issues. You know, like, they do a lot of bad things. They've done a lot of um, wrong things to the black community and to Tupac, making sure... You know, they've done a lot of different things that are very disrespectful, but they just rub it off like a grain of salt. It's not real life for them. Because in real life, if you were doing things like that and getting sued and stuff like that, your life would be pretty much over. But they give us this perception that you can get away with anything you know even as an adult though I think it's pretty cool that like Travis Scott like Travis Scott is your dad and then like Kanye like your uncle like that's pretty dope like I can't even flex but that's why like they doing what they doing they got a whole like even when like the Jenners are long gone and the Kardashians and Kanye that's never a thing they're never gonna die cause like (laughs) they just had a bunch of little Jenners a bunch of them Kim and Kanye have three kids. Watch Courtney marry a black dude and have another baby by a black dude. Watch. Who's her baby by this time? Scott, her only baby. Oh, wait, baby. I'm like, talking about Chloe. Hey, shout out to him. He got the, he Chloe's got the pregnant. He, he did. He got though. the bag. He naturally bad. But anyway, see, this is why this gets out of hand, because we get to talking about stuff that doesn't matter, like <laughs> having babies at 20. At 20 years old, not knocking anybody that has had a child at 20, but we don't want to do that. We want to get our life. We want to have our money right. We want to actually be just like Kylie, but not at 20. You know, like, if I can be 20 and have a kid, I probably would if I had all the money in the world. You know, I don't have nothing to worry about. But for people who have to work, go to college, 
you know, you can't just say I want a cosmetic line and then it just magically happens. You know, you have to grind and it takes you a certain amount of time before you can even reach new heights. Yeah, but at the same time, like, hey, some people get it. Some people get lucky. Some people born with it. Some people got to work hard. So do we do we judge Kylie or do we? I, I think you, I mean, I think like, you just I tell mean, people, like, unless you got Kylie money, don't be having a baby at 20. Exactly. Until do you, you can think afford that's it, like, a responsibility? Being a social icon, not just being a normal person, but being a social icon, do you think it, it could be a responsibility of hers to say, hey, I've had a kid at a young age. Sure. It's not ideal. If it happens, it happens, but try not to do that. You know, like... I mean, but you can't, like, at the same time, like, you can't... Why do we kill kids? It's not, (laughs) like, at what point do people start taking responsibility for their children? Because you can't... That's true. You can't raise your kids, so, like... That's very true, but we also know why celebrities exist as motivators, as inspiration. So we if make you are, exist. we do, but that's that's the reality of it. That's what that's a celebrity you is. Gotta, you gotta raise, you gotta tell your kids like, hey, this ain't everybody. We ain't got Kylie Jenner money. You I know. mean, but parents do tell their kid. They, every parent tell their kid not to be out here having sex, having babies, and stuff like that. But but if Kylie but, Jenner makes it look good, make but not it look even sexy. that, even even like we as a black community, like and even like a minority community, different minorities, like they we glorify like we know we don't want to like tell the kid oh, you just made a mistake, you know what I'm saying? But we like we oh my god, it's such a blessing. No, like unless the support system is there, the the refund, like I mean, not the refunds, like the resources are there. It's going to be hard. You're going to have some tough days ahead of you if you're 20 years old with a baby, you know? So we got to, like, stop glorifying that, too, on a lower level. Like, But I just feel like the whole Kylie thing just made it super okay. Like, I don't know. Because you remember it was Teen Mom. Yeah. That show was the first like, show. Yeah. It showed the raunchiness of being a Teen Mom. Yeah, it showed the like, downfall, like too. Shows, like, like, like kid, little kids I know. Is not what is don't care what Kylie Jenner doing. Like shorties, I know don't care. <laughs> like they, Kylie Jenner, not it's not relatable to them. Like it's mm-hmm. not. So that's not like right. Uh, that like yeah, the little white girl with the money had the baby. All right, cool. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kim K, little sister, wilding out again. Like they don't mm-hmm. get, like kids. I know don't care about that. Like so, you think it's more? Do you think it's a demographic thing because? Yeah, because, like, you don't hear about, like, and not to bring race into it, but you don't hear about black kids being like, oh, Kylie Jenner had a baby, so let me go have a baby. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Kylie do, Jenner's doing the that last on their own without Kylie been, Jenner. Like, I, I mean, like, <laughs> like, they trying to get Rihanna makeup. They not worried about No, you're right, because that Fenty does smack, okay? <laughs> they trying to do, like, they not trying to do that. If anybody's but, trying to fund my Fenty collection, <laughs> cash tap. But I don't think black people go get pregnant on purpose. Like it was like damn. I was trying to make some money just now, and you going. Oh, I didn't know that was a whole. I thought you was doing like I do, like suicide comments. No, I was loud enough so that everybody could hear me. (laughs) I saw your hand up. I thought you was trying to tell a secret or something. Kind of, but not really. Like (laughs) cash app, (laughs) Nitty Knocker. (laughs) But let's actually go into a song, um, and then we're gonna go into our unicorn gospel. We have some really awesome stuff to talk about this this week on the show but right now we're gonna play flume sleepless because that's how life has been for a youngin very sleepless and very productive right here on nitty snacker
That's one of my fave songs, guys. That's on the Nitpicks playlist. You can check it out on SoundCloud.com slash Nitty'sKnocker slash sets, and you will see all of my playlists, and that one is the Nitty's Nitpicks playlist. And you're listening to Nitty's Knocker on Q4 Radio. We stream live every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., and you can listen on Q4.org. You can listen on iTunes, radio, and the TuneIn app. Just search Q4. That's Q-U-E, the number four, dot org. So now, it's my favorite part of... Actually, you know what? We're going to take... We're, before we get to that, because we did start late, I would like to um, say happy belated birthday to Trayvon Martin. Yesterday, he would have been 23 years old. Um... And I do want to kind of mention, like, where where would Trayvon be? You know, as a African-American, he was a young boy growing up. Where would Trayvon Martin be today? Like, what, what does everybody think? What what, what do you think? So, be as expressive or and use your imagination. I'm going to let other people go for What type out. of great life so, would he be living? <laughs> so a lot of people don't know. Y'all, y'all ever heard of uh, Denzel Curry? Yeah, no. the, the rapper, yeah. the Raider Clan, and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was in Raider Clan. Oh, that was like his best rap. It was like one of his best raps. I mm-hmm. did not know that. Yeah, so I'm like, ain't no telling what like he could have been doing. Like now. he could have been like putting stuff together, like all different type of stuff, so, like music, managing. Who knows? Like you don't know what he would have been able to do. He could have. I feel like he could have been either that or he could have been. I mean, doctor. You don't know I mean, what, like, was Trey? Was Trayvon in like? I don't know. Trayvon, he wasn't a good kid like everybody. Like mm-hmm. I'm keeping it one hundred. Like he wasn't like this upstanding, good, great kid that everybody had. Like you know, when somebody died, they got to memorialize mm-hmm. him in the, in the best light possible. Mm-hmm. But like he wasn't that. Well, kid. let's change the narrative. What if he would but, have survived the bullet? What do you think? What he would be doing? Now, do you think he would just still be? I feel like he would definitely change his life around. Like, because I was, I was going to come around to that point. Like, I feel like definitely he was still, if that happened to him, but it happened differently, he definitely would have, like, maybe been doing stuff differently. You know, almost dying, it totally changed you for the best, but I feel like he definitely would have, like, turned his life around and he would have took that music stuff seriously, you know, because, like, every dude want that, has that, not every dude, but, like, if you're doing rap and music, you have that dream of getting signed, like, going big, you know, doing big things in your music. Yeah. So, like, he probably would have took that way more seriously after, you know, a near-death experience like that. But um, still, to this day, I feel like he wasn't properly given justice. Like, George Zimmerman has been proven on many occasions to be a deranged psychopath. Like, he always in news for doing something violent, you know. So um, he definitely slaughtered that boy. And he wasn't given jail time or anything. So where where do you think we stand on police brutality now? I mean, or not even. I mean, not even just police brutality, but just like injustice because that wasn't a cop. You know. I mean, he was a police brutality is top com- flight security of the world. It, no. I mean, it's it's not as rent Like, maybe, like, six months ago, it was wild. Like, every time you looked on Facebook or Twitter, you seen a video of a police officer doing something crazy. Mm-hmm. And But police brutality ain't never really been... It's nothing new. We just can record it now. At first, people stay getting beat up by the police. It's just no one knew about it because we didn't have, like, social media. Now you can pull out your phone instantly and record it, you know? So everybody's seeing it. But what's happening now is, you know, what's happening? 
these police getting caught doing all this dumb stuff. And you know what happens after they get caught? The city gets a lawsuit. You know what's happened to the lawsuit? You lose a lot of money paying these people, you know? Mm-hmm. Then you got to pay them to keep them quiet. You got to pay them so they won't go to court. You got to pay them to stay off the news. You got to do all this paying people. So it's costing them money. Then they install the body cams. The body cams are supposed to be live at all times when you dealing with a suspect or anybody, you know, you make a, a traffic stop, anything. Body cams supposed to be on. So that's stopping a lot of stuff, you know? So I feel like police shootings are definitely down. I saw a video, like, last week of this dude on Facebook. I think he's from Chicago. He was running. Police shot him in the back. But, like, that was the first, like, you know, um, video I've seen of a police, like, actually firing his weapon on the, on somebody. And it's crazy that I'm saying, like, I've seen multiple videos mm-hmm. of that happening. But I have seen a lot of other videos, like, where police not shooting people, but they are abusing their power, mm-hmm. you know. So being to the men in the room, because it seems like men, and I say women do get targeted, you know, that has happened lately. But for the men in the room, how how does it feel to get pulled over by a cop? You know, like, if you're in the car and the, they pull up on you, they flash any lights, you know, like, not even if, even if you haven't been pulled over before, you know, or had an encounter, how do you feel walking outside of your house as an African-American knowing that things can happen to you like what happened to Trayvon and countless numbers of people? Man, I'll tell you this much, like, the police, I might not even be driving the car. If the police pull me over, and I'm in the car, they get pulled over, mm-hmm. I'm nervous instantly. Like, mm-hmm. why I'm getting pulled over? And in my mind, I'm like, I ain't making no movements. <laughs> and this is before everybody saw videos of people getting pulled over. Like, I like I ain't been pulled over in a long time, like, knock on wood. But, like, man, like, well, I was driving, but, like, man, like, I came home from college one time. First time I I literally hit the city limits, I get pulled over right across the street from my house. I get put on the ground and all that. Like, and I'm like, they're like, oh, your car fit a robbery. I'm like, bro, my car, I ain't even been here. Like, don't nobody in my neighborhood drive this car. So what are you talking about? Like, like it just be random stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I remember one time the police pulled me over. I don't care if you were black, white, you the police. Like, I just... And the police officer, I was like, hey, I'm about to go. He's like, man, just get your stuff, man. I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, all right, then they, they get kind of offended when you come at them, like, fearfully, like. No, he was a black dude, so he, he understood what I was saying. Oh, was yeah, like, some of them cool. Like, like, hey, like, you ain't got to do that. You good. Like, some of them <laughs> some of them cool. Like, I mean, like, first, like, I don't, not too many people know this, but my son's mom is a police officer. She works CPD. And, like. I come from a place where like, I just don't respect the police because of what they, you know, what they stand for. But, I mean, she's there to do a job, you know. And some of these police officers, they, they make it bad for the other ones that's out here really trying to, like, serve and protect. Because you, you get instances where, like, you got a domestic. You got to call the police. You can't go over there and handle it yourself. You feel me? So you need people that's supposed to uphold the law. But a lot of these police officers, they, they not upholding anything and as a black male like even like you said I'm the passenger in the car you feel me like we doing law abiding things that day you know we nothing in the car nothing so why y'all pulling us over grabbing us out the car not even showing us your badge or nothing not even trying to ask us what we doing in the area you just immediately yank the door open pull us out for no reason you know I didn't have guns like we walking we in Hyde Park bro and I never want to hang with like people that look like gangbangers or thugs you know so, like, people hanging up that look like like me, you know? We chilling. We walking the dog. When I say 12 
cars, all unmarked, minivans, little cars, put up on us, hopped out, guns drawn. We like, what's going on? They didn't even tell us. They was like, something happened over here. Y'all fit the description. So all the four of us fit the description with this dog. You know, so right. as a black man, it's definitely like, you just never know how the, how the police feeling that day. Because really, you, in a situation, you can go to, you can complain about it later on, like to IA. But in that moment, you being inconvenienced, you being beat up or violated, beat up, violated you being dehumanized in all kind of ways, you know. So it's, it's messed up out here. The police definitely need to do better. How do you feel about? Mm, for me, being a um, black teen in high school, I think it's worse because not only do we have to worry about gangs, we also have to worry about police now, too. So, like, say you want to go down the street, go to the store, anything like that, you still worried about, like, a random gang member running up on you, shooting you. Then you also got to worry about, like, police coming up, pulling you over, asking you what you're doing, and you're just trying to go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And by that, you, like, you got to live in fear. So, yeah. so with the gang stuff, so, so do you think it's, like, um... Because I went to a high school where I didn't really have to worry about, you know, the gangs or anything like that. Um, And going to Brooks, you're in the neighborhood that's known for violence. Mm -hmm. Like, Roseman Pullman area is just, it's pretty tough, you know. So, you say, like, the gangs, they well, is it like, can they tell that you're, you know, not involved? Or do they just assume that you are involved? They also assume. Because, like, most of the kids, like, some kids live around the school, so... They assume, like, you're not from over there. So you come from Morgan Park. They already mm. don't like people from there. So that worsens it up, and it causes more affiliation and stuff to get out of here. So then it's just, like, a tough situation in general. Like, being a black male in America probably is one of the worst things that can... People say being a black woman is pretty bad, and I agree. But a black male, I as a black woman, I honestly don't feel like I have to worry about getting shot at when I walk out of the house, you know, unless I'm just living in the neighborhood where that's always happening and everybody getting shot up when they walk out the house, you know. But being a a black male, being a Trayvon Martin, a kid who is a normal kid, honestly, everybody, regardless of how good he was, bad he was, he was a kid who was finding his way through life just like other white kids do it. They do drugs, they do meth, coke, they do all type of stuff, but they get a pass, they can afford to pass. No, not even. Not like, even the ones who can afford to pass, like a Dylan Roof. These are people who really do violent acts and who practice violence in their everyday life, and then they get a pass. They don't die. I mean, that's like worst case. And I mean, like average kids, like average white kids like you and I, like that grew up kind of like, why not? You probably grew up middle class, but like I grew up kind of lower class. But still, kids like that. Get a second chance. Why you putting all my business out there, Brandon? I mean, because like you put it out there before, like what I say. (laughs) She bougie. She already admitted that. Like you know, uh, you can be bougie and be from the hood, ghetto, fabulous. You heard the time. Y'all heard how she she just said that. You know she, (laughs) but. (laughs) 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 Well, (laughs) I don't even know what I was saying. Now you just threw me off. (laughs) You threw me off. You said you low class. What was I good with that though? Cause you, you tell me. You I mean, you just have to jump in and interrupt me. Now I don't even know what I was talking about. You were talking. About, I don't even know. See, I just know that we were talking about neighborhoods, growing up in a neighborhood, not having to really worry about anything. And you said people like us. Oh yeah, like white kids, like they they do drugs, like all that stuff. 
they go to rehab and mm-hmm. they parents like, okay, now it's time for you to go to college, do this. Woo woo. They they disappear for a whole summer. I ain't seen Tommy all summer yet. Tommy was away at rehab, you know, so he can get his yeah. stuff together, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not saying all white kids have it made, but some of them do have it made. Like in certain areas, they can just go inherit a company. You know, they're not super rich balling, but they're well off. You know, so Tommy can go mess up and mm-hmm. come back once his parents see his stuff is together. They can give him the company. Oh, here, Tommy, you're ready now. It's not even about his <laughs> parents doing it. It's just about the the police and the people walking down the street doing it. You walk down the street, people hold their bags. Like, I, I might need to hold my bag, you know? Right. Like, I don't know. You might blow me up because you mad today. You know what I'm saying? That's what we think in our head, but because... As black people thinking it, it don't really matter because that's honestly how I feel. I'm like, man, I don't. Mm, she might get mad and blow the house up. Yeah. Let's be nice yeah. to them because we don't know what makes them tick. You know what makes an, a black person tick? Yeah. It's very obvious, you know, especially if you stand your mama. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> or police, goofy for Chicago. Don't call me no goofy because just need to be more <laughs> just like human. Like, like I'm a police officer and I see Justin walking down the street. Once he opens his mouth and communicate with me. Mm-hmm. I know he's not a bad kid. I know this dude just didn't commit the robbery three blocks away that he might fit a description for it. Like, you know, so police got definitely got to be, they got to care, but they don't, you know. Do you, so. Justin, do you see more black cops in the neighborhood now, or is it? I don't really see cops, because mm-hmm. I think because of my complexion, I don't have this problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like, I don't, Are you right, though? Like, you right. Like, I don't really, for me, I don't live in, I think about gangs more so than police, because... Mm-hmm. I was taught, like, police, they supposed to protect you. Like, I see a police, wave, I wave back if they wave at me. Hey, what's like, up? How you doing? I try to be, let them know, <laughs> take my hoodie off and everything. I'm straight. Right, but, you but some have to, people but, don't get a chance but to But that's the thing, though. You don't even realize that you've been conditioned to take your hoodie off. Like, yeah. like the whole Trayvon thing, bro, you take your hoodie off. Why? Because of Trayvon, the police, I mean, he didn't see who he was, whatever the excuse was, and he shot him. So you're taking your hoodie off. Mm-hmm. You've been conditioned yeah. to think that. Like, before that happened, I was not walking down the street. Now I've taken my hoodie off. I work in Lincoln Park, bro. Depending on how late I'm up there, I take my hoodie off just because I don't want the police pulling up on me thinking I'm up to something, you know? Mm-hmm. But I didn't start doing that to after Trayvon. Honestly, that's really... So, like, we... This Trayvon got a bigger effect on us than we really think it, it does, you know? I don't know. I was doing all that before that. Like, I don't know. And I went to white schools all my life, so, like... I was from the projects and just went to my grandmother made me go to school. Same. Just like, so, like, I don't know, like, it just wasn't, I don't know, the police just, hey, no matter how old I got, I just always was like, yeah. Like, some police, it is some good police, but mm-hmm. it's like, uh, see, I didn't the really, chances of me thinking that you were a good police is probably going to be like. See, we ain't, I didn't grow up like that. I grew up like Hyde Park area. So, like, we, I didn't really have, like, Growing up, no runners with police. My family really, the family I was around really wasn't involved in, like, illegal activity where, like, I saw the police and my neighborhood really wasn't, you know, too much crime infested, you feel me? So we didn't really see crime going on. But I didn't really start having beef with the police till I got older and I'm going to work, minding my business, thinking I'm doing the right thing and I get stopped, put on a car, slammed on the ground, and I'm just like, bro, I'm, I work right there. Like, what are you doing? You know, so... That's what, and just like, imagine yeah. just the shame and yeah. humiliation, you know, like you're outside in the public just throwing people around, just getting out of your car all like high and mighty. And also, I believe most cops are bu- like they were bullied because they just really get out and just be on dirt instantly. I got pulled over yesterday 
Um, which was it was okay though because but I stood my ground, you know. But I feel like as a male, you wouldn't have been able to do that, you, you know. Was probably doing the fifty five and the fifty four. No, actually, it's just my auto lights weren't on and my back headlights weren't on, and they just told me like, hey, we could get you a ticket, but we're not gonna get you a ticket. So I got off. But the thing is, like, Alex in the car was telling me, you yo, like be nice to them and I was like for what like I'm being direct with them you know and I was being direct I wasn't being mean I was being very direct but for him it could have been something totally different from him being direct you know what I'm saying I didn't say yes sir I didn't say anything I was just like um yeah I live right here you want me to go in the house and get my driver's license you know like literally just sassing a little bit because I'm like you're inconveniencing me you see that my auto lights work. Let me go. Yeah, we don't. We can't know? afford that privilege. Yeah, we don't. And that's and that's the messed up. <laughs> yeah, we, yes, sir. Yes, sir, officer. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and play another song, and we get back. We're gonna get get into our unicorn gospel and the damn can I live moment. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> I just like every time I say damn Kelly, I just gotta look at Brandon and see what his facial expression is. That's not a curse word on the radio, so I can say it. it. Ask your mom. Call your mom and see what she thinks. (laughs) Ask her right now. We love it. Yes. Uh, But we're gonna go ahead and listen to um, Always Something by Kill Them with Color right here on Nitty's Knocker.
everybody. What up? Uh-uh. Y'all drive. We gonna do this again. Don't don't pull it too hard. No, these industrial stuff. Okay, so I need my- hey everybody. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey <laughs> sis. What's up, sis? What's up, sis? How you doing, sis? Yes. Yeah, Wendy Williams. <laughs> what did she do? Look, how you doing? No. I have hey never girl, seen she- a Wendy Williams show. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're gonna go ahead and uh, get into. Uh, the unicorn gospel for the week. Um, this week, mm. I'm feeling real um, strongly about some things, you know. And what are these things? These things are about being a jack of all trades, master of none. And the verse is from. Basically, what the unicorn gospel is, for those of you who don't know, it is when you take a verse from the Bible and you put it into happier terms, you're into terms that you understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I channel a unicorn as my spirit animal because unicorns are radiant. Uh, they spread positivity. When you see one, it's beautiful. You're like, oh, my God. When you think you see one, you know, like, wow, what would a unicorn look like? It'll look like Nitty. <laughs> Healthily <laughs> on a good day, but you know, the <laughs> verse is Ecclesiastes five and three, and the verse is too much activity gives you restless dreams, and too many words make you a fool. So talk too much. Yeah, when people talk too much, what do you think of them? What type of person do you think they are? A person, Rico. What do you think about a person who always running their mouth? Uh, I don't know. It depends. It depends on the person. Like it depends on like is it a just you just be talking just to be talking? Like is you t- even when you, when you talking is it something you a saying substance. something? Yeah, something of substance. Because you might just be telling. You might be. You just might be a person who dropped jewels. Like so. I was like, okay. But not in the term of dropping jewels. So you know, it's like literally somebody who talk too much. Attention whore. Great job. Tap the bell. I can say that. I mean, that is a real word in the dictionary. Can you say whore? That's a real word. Okay. Whore! Not like that. You just get a Okay, so you say attention whore. Rico says it depends on the person. Some people can get on his nerves and talk too much. Sometimes it might be like, all right. Because you might be a person that talks too much and you might just be volunteering too much information. It depends on what you're talking about. Yeah, like. It just depends, yeah. So, basically, we're talking about a person who talks about what they're doing, you know. Too many, you know, literally, like, oh, I do this, I do this, I do this. They could be insecure because they got to constantly show what they're doing Mm -hmm. instead of just letting it. Like, the cream always rise to the top, so I feel like you should be humble. You sound like mama. Ma, you listening? Okay. Listening <laughs> on grown folks' conversation. But yes, too many words make you a fool, right? Um, but in the same instance, being too good at too many things can cause you to have invalid dreams. It can cause you to have uh, tons of motive to do great things. But if you're doing so many different ones, you will never be able to make that dream a reality. So, uh, it's a short, it's a real short gospel this week because it's literally 
verbatim of just relax a little bit in some of your activities. You can have all of the activities you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. You know, put it on a quarter system where you're taking the time. Okay, I'm going to take three months to try this out. If it don't work, then I'll move to the next thing. If it does work, let me continue on this and start a little bit on the next project. You know, because you want to see growth and progress before you jump into anything else and I'm a victim of doing too many things with no accomplishments yet True. you know but you have to get to a point you say okay what do I need to focus on right now that will bring me the most security the most happiness to make my dream come true mm-hmm. you know what's the main dream that I'm always dreaming about and that's what you channel and don't let what other people are doing affect you because somebody who talked too much might make you feel like you're not doing enough and it caused you to have too many activities going on causing you to be restless tired you're getting old looking nobody wants that I definitely you gotta take like some people just like to hear themselves talk like talk about you know what they're doing what their accomplishments are like what they're trying to do you know but how many do how much action do we see how much like you know um Where's your, your finish line? You know, I haven't seen anything, but you're always talking. So, like, you got to know yourself. Because a lot of times when people are telling me stuff, I just be like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. True. Just, just be True. listening. Like, True. You know, but you got to know yourself. You got to know what you're capable of and what's realistic for you, you know. If you're trying to, you know, be a model, be an actress, an actor, you know, a rapper, you know, an astronaut you're not gonna what do else all- Brandon <laughs> I keep going but like you know you not- occupations on point like, but like most, got- rap- most, most rappers that become actors were rappers first you feel me and you know vice versa if they if it, I feel like Drake is an actor that is a rapper but that's just my personal opinion but mm-hmm. still like they master something and work their way into other things unless you can find a way to bring everything you do into one you know, yeah. entity, then, like, yeah, go for it. But, like, a lot of us can't don't have the, can't afford that luxury. So, like, definitely got to see what, what you're best at, you know, and definitely yeah. go for that. And that's, for you guys being in high school, mm-hmm. it's like the land of opportunity right now, you know. There are so many clubs and activities and things like that that you can engulf yourself in to figure out what your passions will be as an adult you know even if that means I'm not going into higher education I don't think I need to because I can take advantage of this opportunity you know high school is to me at least from when I was in high school I just tried to take advantage of as many clubs that I could um so because that's a time that it's okay to be a little restless you know It's, it's a time where it's okay to explore to figure it out and have you guys taken steps into exploring, like, because you're mm-hmm. sophomores, right? More so outside of school than in school. It's not that many clubs at Brooks. Oh. We could start them, but I feel like I could just do it outside of school. Yeah. I can't hear you. <laughs> For me, it's like, what I like was art. That's already a class, so yeah. I try to, like, further that mm-hmm. more. So you kind of already in the zone of knowing how you want your future to go yeah kind of pretty much what you want to do with art um for me i want to like go into architecture and, like start designing different buildings and stuff oh you like want to build my house yeah I can nice do that. <laughs> okay <laughs> our brother is interested in architecture wow maybe you guys can 
just jabba, just ba. If that's what you want to do, you're gonna be a very rich man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that is a beautiful uh, architecture, agriculture. That's what a bread is. Agriculture. Like. <laughs> I got it. Up. I got it. Up. What? Agriculture. I said ag- agriculture. Ag- 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 <laughs> architecture. I said architecture first. He's both. He wants to make two points. Yeah. You want to be into agriculture no, too? No, I would. No, <laughs> I was naming different fields. And he, my man's no one. Different yeah. fields in what? That Building. That in science, sense. you know. Like I was just saying, like that's all part of like that okay. realm of things. Like, okay. That's what the bread is. Like he's slow. <laughs> he probably did have a moment where like, he was like, "I thought it was agriculture and not architecture." <laughs> We're gonna let you live. So since we letting you live, uh, what's up with this damn can I live segment? Man, this I like how smoothly you just not smoothly transition into that. Like, that was so smooth. Don't come at me. I guess, man. We are positive thinkers here. Period. All day, sis. Every day, sis. No, I want to talk to the youngins today, you know? Like, <laughs> so, like, you want to go into architecture. What do you want to do, Felicity? I want to go into cosmetology. We can't oh. hear you. I want to go into cosmetology and, like, designing. Like designing what? Like clothes and like houses. I want to be like an interior designer. That's definitely. Yeah, you make a lot of money doing. Definitely that. make a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, I'm trying People to make stuff cute. Up. But like, so like you got. I hope you're taking advantage of like your sister resources because she's uh-huh. like such the artsy person, and like your mom do some cold stuff with clothes. Like yeah, but so. I'm finna learn. How, I'm about to learn how to be do yourself, dance. girl. I'm finna learn. <laughs> I'm finna learn how to do nails, like, cause her friend owns a nail salon. So in the spring, she gonna teach me how to do oh, fake yeah, nails and stuff. And I'm gonna get paid, cause right. and people be spending money for nails. It's crazy, cause I, I work in Lincoln Park High School, and I was talking to a kid, and he wants to go away to college, and like, it's this stigma that's you know that we've carried too, being our age. I'm 25, you know. Um, Nitty O two, but no. But we live in this stigma where like you gotta go away to school. Like that's your only option. You're a failure if you don't leave the state after high school. It's not true. Like a lot of the time, a lot of people I know, majority of the people I know, went away to school and came back the next year. They got their degrees now, but they didn't finish where they started because you know most of us can't afford to pay that thirty or forty thousand dollars tuition. You know. So what you're doing right now is you're learning a craft. You're learning uh, a trade that's going to get you some bread. Right. A lot of my friends that cut hair, when they went to school, you know what they was doing in the dorms? What? Cutting hair. Mm. Yeah, charging. I know a girl that, that knew how to do nails, and the whole entire school got their nails done. By her. She paid for her whole, like she had an academic scholarship. She paid for her boyfriend, who is now her husband. She put him. She helped put him through school while they was because they so was dating. Making all that money, why even go to school? Like I feel like. Well, some people might just want. She, maybe she was studying business. You know, you no, never know. She opened up as soon as she graduated. She saved up enough money to open up her own nail shop. So True. she already but had the clientele. If you don't pay for school, then can't you? I mean, Get some people, but you got to think about it like this: if you got your degree, then now you can be like, all right. When I go in there to go talk to these distributors to get right, these exactly. supplies and all You can say I graduated from even with, yeah, yeah, even with getting loans. When they do loans, they do real credit pools and they try they check everything about you to see if you are somebody they should even waste their time with. 
So I'm not knocking college at all. Like definitely go get that piece of paper because it, it makes everything a lot easier. Now, if you make if your nail ba- business booming, you open up three shops without a degree, you know, mm-hmm. and your work speaking for itself. A company then just take merge. a few entrepreneur classes right. and call and it a learn, day. Make sure you learn uh, learn the business so you're not even taking advantage of, you know. Right. But and sometimes the whole college four year college thing is not for everybody. They are trades. If you really are into becoming somebody just going to a trade that is focused in what you're already doing you know because then it just makes it you have that certification right after and you can handle your own business you're certified for what you want to do people go to college because they want to go to college to get a piece of paper to get a nine to five to work for somebody else for first for some 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 roles but you know the main thing to me with with those is like doctors lawyers uh, accountants, people mess with my money and stuff. Y'all need to go to school, right? Definitely, definitely. Y'all, you gonna be operating on bodies and building like architecture. Go to a school that is that that's the main focus, you know, where you're building stuff and most of your classes are surrounding what you want to do, and that's how you know what's beneficial for you or not. As a cosmetologist. It's good to get a business degree, you know. Yeah, it's good to get a degree in general, you know, general business degree because with that, people will say she has the knowledge to open a business and you have your trade in cosmetology at age 16. Right. So you're ahead of the game because you started while in high school, you know. So there are ways, even with you, like if there are things that... It's internships you can get. Like you can hang out yeah. with architects, you know what I'm saying, over the summer, you feel me? Right, so like you are... And that's the thing, like we didn't... Our parents didn't really like... Well, I don't know what her parents did, but, like, my parents and a lot of parent people I know parents really pushed them to do stuff while they was young. Like, oh, you, they paid for be, every Be involved in this, but it was more or less, in. like, um, it wasn't specialty-based. Like, because mm-hmm. as a kid, you kind of don't know what you really want to do. But, like, y'all found something y'all really want to do. Mm-hmm. So if y'all specialize in that and start really getting immersed in that craft or whatever you're trying to do, by the time you are age, you will be way ahead of us. Way ahead of your peers, and that's what you want. Exactly, you know, and that is a good point to make. You know, start building birdhouses and taking photos of them and selling them. You know what I'm saying? Start doing stuff that you know how to do, making jewelry boxes and different stuff like that, because that's getting your carpentry skills up, knowing how to measure. You know, doing things like that. Because for me, my parents put me. I want. I knew I wanted to be in entertainment some kind of way when I was about. 13 years old or so. So what did they do? I see programs. They pay for the programs, the barbazons, the acting schools, the the modeling schools, getting my hair done, keeping my nail, you know, like literally putting me in a position to where I could be an artist. You know, so even if you don't have the resources from your parents or whoever's raising you to do it, take it upon yourself. We live in the age of technology where anything that you want to take advantage of you can literally take advantage mm-hmm. of not there is not one thing that can stop you anymore and that's why they're trying to restrain certain things with the internet and the media because they don't want you to be exposed to the knowledge that is literally like we had to pick up library books like heavy dirty dusty yeah. books like y'all so wow lucky. so lucky y'all gotta pick up an ipad getting paper cuts literally <laughs> flip from I mean, flipping through books, no 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 but i'm saying we didn't have a choice we don't have a choice in school you know what though, but you could go home <laughs> you could go look that same book up on a computer back then <laughs> on a kindle we had to do? or we something had to go, <laughs> i had to go to the library 
Oh, me and Look, that was enough. Gonna... He stopped right there, like, yep. <laughs> you gotta wait to use the computer, like you. Man, man. Imagine having to go on a Saturday and to go the sit library. in the library for like three hours. It'd you... be relaxing. Nah, not when you don't want to be there. Like, see, this is privilege talking here, you know. She don't know. See, he's grateful, right? You're grateful for technology. Yep. Okay. Me too. So, okay. Just be. See. Nice to know you know Spanish. Not only me. Okay, and oh, you can bars. Okay. Oh. So what? What will you guys be bringing to? the platform because uh if you guys didn't know what you didn't know i'm gonna tell you now these two children will be a part of the program um just to give us more understanding of the what's going on in these streets yeah the ones y'all actually are the ones in these streets now we're working jobs now so we aren't really the streets on phone, involved though, so they're not really yeah. on these streets the they streets sit in the house just yeah, getting old we getting older so getting too so what what will you guys be bringing go ahead give like a little introduction of each of you and who you are what you're all about um i think we'll just be bringing a younger perspective because even with that little internet thing i don't know it's just different views from different generations and stuff so don't you mean different? About what the young, what the because y'all old, but we not take a so take a step back. We need take to give a step back. The young we people old. want. We can bring y'all a different audience mm-hmm. because they can relate. Okay. We OG twenty five is old to y'all. Yeah. Wow. Twenty seven. So 16. I know I'm That's I'm I'm dang near grandpa. So wow. It's a decade. <laughs> All right, sis. <laughs> you you pushing dang, it? Dang, I'm really eleven I'm years older than somebody old. on this earth. That is wild. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm sitting here like, dang, I'm I really am old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> years. Your feelings hey, hurt. Y'all look good for y'all age. Oh, thanks, sis. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. Twenty one. <laughs> And just what about what? What's your what's your um, tea for the show? What are you offering us? Um, like a fresh face. Oh, thanks. New. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Different perspectives of how we think mm-hmm. and how like not all of us think the same. Like some people think like just teens do this mm-hmm. and only want to do this, but no, like some teens want to like further into like artistic, like you, like stuff like that. And others like social media and technology, and like different people, we can bring that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we different, so we bring in different perspectives within the perspective. It's crazy because so. like they are like social media. Like I don't, mm-hmm. you know how like we still like be on social media, but like I'm still trying to figure out how to be cold at it. Honestly, they it's, just, it's changed so I made much. My first corny Instagram caption today. I'm really <laughs> upset it got the most likes because I didn't like. I learned how to make a meme like two years ago. Like. Uh-huh. We don't even use right. social media like that. We use it like just to see what other people are doing, really. So y'all don't tweet. Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I got Snapchat. Yeah, they actually don't really tweet. They just kind of like stuff and put it in private like, y'all messages. Y'all do this thing called streaks. Now somebody your age got to no, tell no. me what streaks are. Like, I got okay. Streak. Yeah. How do I? How do you streak? I ended a lot of them because they be boring. Like, All right, I find. Wait, it. what I is never, it? What's a streak? Like on Snapchat, when you send three, um, wait, hold on. When it's like a streak between two people for three days, and then you get a little number by your name. It's like, Wait, so it's basically, what's the streak? Well, like? my longest streak is like 400 or something days. Whoa. Meaning I've been on Snapchat for like 400 days straight. Just, Who is I that with? Streak back, Autumn. Hi, That's Autumn. 
Well, you yeah. guys are cool. It's kind of stupid, but they just won't let me end them, so I just be like, No, nah, somebody tried oh. to get me in the streak this summer. I work with a bunch of kids. I'm like, start a streak with me. And I'm just like, bro, what? Wait, so what is the streak? Yeah. So they just like, like I just be on Instagram you. every no, day. No, so I snap you. So I snap you, right? It's just a picture. And then like you send another snap. So we continuously send snaps to each other, and we don't stop. If you stop, you lose your streak. Yeah. Oh, it's like a winning streak. Okay. It's a streak. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know I had to go into it. It's corny. Wait, I got to send you a picture every day? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's a picture? I thought you can just, like, talk. No, it's corny. Well, so I guess you don't have any streaks. Hey, y'all, you know what? It's easier for y'all to to talk to girls now. Girl, that's what I did. That's what I started. Now I'm sitting here like, boys. if they had the streak thing back in high school, I would have been even more. <laughs> like, yeah. y'all, y'all don't, y'all can send DMs now. We used to actually have to go talk to girls. <laughs> I do that. I don't send no DM. Nah, like they they gonna be like ten years from they gonna be it's gonna be to the point where you can just go up to a girl, not say nothing, just tap up your phone against her phone. Like, no, like, y'all gonna tap foreheads and be like, right, like on some <laughs> Black Mirror stuff. Just we're okay. Be in your but by then. what'd you say? We're gonna be in y'all position by then. True, and then it'll be the next generation. So I guess that that is a really cool thing though to be able to hear because I do feel like in a lot of ways I still relate to y'all. But in a lot, and that's only because social media is bringing us all together where age doesn't really seem to exist sometimes, especially if you are matured and you, you know, regardless, like, you know, some people, these, some of these girls, even with makeup, it will be 15 year olds looking my age. Yeah, you know, and it's like, wow, girl, how did you beat your face like that? Like, I'm still trying to master that too. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I, I feel behind the curve, but. I'm getting there, and I'm glad that you guys are a part of this uh, journey. It's, it is, it's cool to hear new perspectives on things. Yeah, and then, like, they could learn how to do stuff. Like, well, I guess YouTube was kind of our generation because it, start, it was started in our generation, mm-hmm. but y'all generation just took it to another level. Like, you can literally look up how to do anything on YouTube. Bro, you can build a house on YouTube. Yeah, True. I'm pretty sure you can. No, you literally can go <laughs> how to build a house. It's a dude. <laughs> I was watching this video. This dude got like multiple videos of how to build, like you know, if you like ever stranded on the island or something, like in the wilderness, how to build like Dang. a yeah. cabin, like with a stove, my dude. Right. Like, how are supposed to look right. it up? Right. I ain't gonna remember that. I'm gonna remember something. I'm gonna have a shelter. I tell you that. Put some sticks. I'm gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we show you step by step on how to do it. So like, I'm definitely confident. I remember sixty percent of that video. Mm. Oh, well, you you good. Yeah. Right, I need you to be there. <laughs> but we're actually going to go ahead and get into some more music before we jump back into um, the benefits and some of the downfalls of being a jack of all trades. Master of none. I feel like I'm a master of everything, though, but that might be my problem. So Let me go to music. Maybe this uh, article. Do you know you're going to stop doing that? And maybe this article is going to put some life into me, some solutions for me as well, because we all need solutions in this world. And we're going to listen to this weird song. It's called Rain and Flashing Lights, Breathless by Onamazu. Why is it weird? Because the name is weird. I can call the name weird. We're going to look to this song right here on Nitty's Knocker.
phone. Brandon needs a new phone. If anybody wants to fund Brandon's phone, you can actually send it to me, and then I'll give him the remainder that I think he needs to get a new phone. Yeah, don't do that. So you know, you send him a hundred, he gets ten. You know, we'll get his phone fixed one way or another. That's crazy. I only get ten dollars out of a hundred. Yeah. Uh, yes. So where the rest of my ninety go? It's not yours. <laughs> my square cash. Yikes. But. We're actually going to... Oh, that second song was called Adieu by Tashami. Tashami? Tashami? We're going to say Tashami. Yeah. By then. So this week, we are talking about being a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none. And basically, a jack-of-all-trades is what? Somebody that can do everything. They're not an expert in it, but they can do it. Okay, that's a pretty accurate description. Um, because then you say the master, no, you can't master anything if you are always doing something new, meaning... Unless you're just, like, a genius or something. Well, yeah, you know, like like knitting. Kanye. <laughs> We're talking about Kanye. So, basically, a jack of all trades is a completely skilled person who can do a lot of different types of work, a jack or Jill, for that matter, because, you know, women... Know how to do a little bit of everything, but sometimes it comes at the cost of never having the time to master one skill. For example, you might know how to program, build furniture, cook decent meals well enough to get to work, but you don't know how to be amazing at any of them. Like, you know, just multifaceted. So, you wouldn't call yourself a master chef. Yeah, I mean, I would because it's me, you know, like, yes, I'm a master chef. People have their opinions of my cooking. We won't even go there. I like to taste the herbs. Caucasian. <laughs> oh, so, cooking is Caucasian? Gee, I thought that was the only she one. She oh. I don't like salt. And because I don't Wait, use what? salt, my health is great. Wait, what? Because I don't dive into these bad... Salt be fat. You ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I use lorries. What? Well, you do like one little. You're right. I don't oversaturate it. But anyway, anyway, no, I don't. Fish be good, but you don't really got to season fish that good. No, you do actually. You have to do a lot because fish will be flavorless if you don't put salmon. Be fat when you don't put that much stuff on. Actually, I put a lot, and mine was super fire. So you know, red wine vinegar in it as well. But we're not talking about Serenity's cooking skills right now. Okay, okay, we're talking about being a jack of all trades. They said that's one of the things you should stop trying to like. You know. That, anyway, the <laughs> benefits of being a Jack, right, or a Jill, is that you are adaptable um, and you can take on a wide range of jobs and situations. Your knowledge base can make you just as comfortable doing manual labor as you would be in an office chair processing data. Not a superstar at everything you do, but you can do things just well enough that you aren't stressed. Um, you know how to learn. You learn how to learn. Um, it means like you're not happy just learning about one thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I kind of felt like that. Like anything I like do, I'll be good at. Mm-hmm. But if I don't like it, I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. Right. So it just be like, no matter what I try, I'd be like, ah, oh, I could figure it out. Like. I just I guess you got a knack for figuring it out. But right, and it's like just a thirst for understanding and not like, you know, like I got to figure out how to do this because I don't want to have to depend on someone else to do it for me, right? I want to be the best at it so that if I'm talking about it with somebody, I'll be knowledgeable on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you fit well into leadership roles. 
Um, it's like when you think of a good leader, you think of someone with experience. And a lot of great leaders have a wide range of experience, um, which could also be a pitfall because let's say you want to get a regular job and you have a resume full of 10 million different things. They might not feel that you are fit for the position because your range is not focused mm-hmm. on anything, but you're good at everything. You know, those are people that they have a little bit harder of a time believing is capable of a, a role. Um, and you build more confidence in yourself. Um, with confidence, you can approach work without hesitation and come across as someone who appears capable to others. And doing the things you're good at is a great way to build your confidence. Nobody can tell you you're not good at it. You know, nobody can step on your toes, right? But there can be a downfall to that as well. If you feel like nobody can do what you're doing, then how will you ever be able to receive help? And I feel like if you a jack of all trades, that definitely needs to not be your downfall because you're not the master of any of those trades. You're just good at kind of like everything. I see myself as a jack of all trades. I don't ever um, think I specialize in like one thing because I can do so many things. But if I need some help on something, I'm like like editing like videos. Like I can shoot some videos. I can direct some videos. But like when it comes like I can edit a little bit, but I'm not the expert in editing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you who I am. I'm not. And if you are, I'm not going to argue with you. Like if you come to me like, yeah, Brandon, this is that. This is how you do this. I'm listening because I understand you've been doing this for some yeah. time. So you definitely got to be at the mercy of the person with the experience. Like, And I yeah. feel like if you get too big-headed as somebody, because it, do- it definitely does make you confident. Little like my biggest thing with that is procrastination. Like mm-hmm. because I have the ability to go and complete tasks in a small manner of time. Like small amount of time, I like, I wait till the last minute to do it. That's not good because lately I've been getting like hella stuff to do, and like you can't procrastinate all of that because you get really crappy work, you know. So you really gotta like be open to criticism and learning new things and just. Yeah, that that got to be, like, something you... If you're going to be a jack-of-all-trades, that's something you really got to do. Like, be open to learning. It's also easy to be um, burned out. Oh, yeah. Where you are just... You, you can't function at all, like, on a physical level. Because all you do is work, 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 work. I got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. At all times, always trying to please every single trade that you have a skill in so it causes you to be distracted you know you can't and that's my biggest issue and I feel really bad about it is that my distraction level I can't do more than one I can do multiple things but at one time I can't text and then talk and have a conversation with somebody or I can't be on my phone and have a conversation with somebody because my I'm, my attention is diverted. So just imagine your attention being diverted in a skill set because you're doing all these different things and you'll be working on a project, right? Let's say, Felicity, we're working on some slim thick, right? Mm-hmm. Stitching some, some garments together, making some pieces, and then somebody hits me up to go interview a musician. My attention goes from what I was originally working on to that that interview, which might not even be for a few weeks or something like that, mm-hmm. but it takes me away from what I'm doing at that time. And doing too many things causes your brain to just get clouded. It's like a tornado. It's a, really a whirlwind of knowledge that you can't really put 
Well, what if you got help in like every area? So you kind of can. And that's the that's pretty much the point of the conversation about um, being a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be talented. And it's okay if you actually master all of those things because I believe it is possible to be a jack and master everything that you're doing. It's just saying you aren't mastering one position in your future, if that makes sense, you know. So if you want to be a jack of all trades, by all means, continue to be that. But take a moment to spread your knowledge to people who could really be beneficial in helping you get to the next level. It's about taking risks because mm. sometimes you might feel like they cannot do it as best as you. Let's say you are making, you are doing, you're doing nails, right? And you have a prodigy under you. You have, you have somebody you want to teach mm -hmm. and they keep messing up, but you keep saying, you know what? Just scoot over. Just scoot over. I got it. But What's going to happen with that? <laughs> no, you have to allow, if you believe in that person or if they're confident in learning. So, yes, you should get somebody good as well. But when it comes to teaching somebody the way that you do things, you have to get somebody who's open to learning the way that you do things and let them mess up. You know, it's just like at Paul Mitchell. They get to mess. You got to sign a waiver for them to mess your hair up. Like, and I do it when I'm broke and I need my hair done. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Please don't burn my hair off. Please don't bleach it out. Please don't do this. But that's a risk because I'm allowing somebody to, Is I'm helping free? them. No, it's like 20 bucks. You, you can get, get your hair done. You, want? you can get like washed, dry, and style. Yeah. For 20 bucks, man. It's usually like sixty dollars to get some like stuff at like the that. Mercy, you are at the uh, mercy of students. I can go to no barber school. I don't, I don't yeah, ever I'll go to barber school. Well, there are actually really good people at barber colleges, though. You know what I'm saying? And I, I believe know. that. I know that. This I know, but <laughs> I still, won't. I will not. <laughs> I won't find out. Just be like, man. Bro, you can test that theory. So why do you know. think that people aren't willing to work with other people though? When it comes to, I mean, because people like. It's competition in everything we do. Like, a lot of people don't want to see it as that, but it is. You know, and unless you're a really humble person and you... Because there are people out there, like, everybody's not a doggy dog person, you know. And depending on, like, like if Nitty, like, if I get, a, like, somebody come and be like, hey, we want you to do this, and I'm like, okay, so what about her? Like, we've been doing this together. Like, in fact, she brought me on. So, like, but there's some people out here that be like, you know what? She would be happy for me. You know, like, like that. And people do that and say that, you know, they don't even really try to reach back. You know, even if you got to bust a move on some solo, she's a great programmer. Like you plug people where you can plug people. You know, you got to get your foot in the door first. You got to get through the door first, you know. But definitely you got to like look back for people. Got to look back for people. But do people don't want to see you. People don't want to see you do better than them, too. Why do you why do you think people don't work with other people and do everything on their own? Um, I guess a lot of it to me, like, well, uh, I'm kind of fifty fifty. Some people I believe just, just like really want to learn how to do it on their own, and they just wanna, mm -hmm. just wanna grind it out, which is cool. Like That's some 40 people, percent of people, yeah, but but a lot of people I just feel like just want to do something just so they could be like, oh, I did it on my own, which is cool too. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of them, they just go through it unnecessarily. Like some people just like to talk about I think I feel like some people just like struggle <laughs> it makes sense like no like I know I know people that like 
I know people that that do things. They might not necessarily like care about it, but they do it just so they can say they have something hmm. that they doing something. So like, I walk ten miles to work, another ten miles home. No ride, no Uber. Right. All by myself. Yeah, it's like... It's Just like, take that Uber. Yeah. Spend that $5, sis. You don't know sacrifice, man. And they throw that at you. You don't know sacrifice. Yeah, like, like I tell people right. all the time, like, you just gotta... Like, if you... If somebody... Like, it's the difference between... I also feel like people don't want to ask for help, too. Sometimes people feel like they may be a burden or they might That's be me. doing too much. That's me all the way. And, and as a... Like, yeah, and I feel like that, too. So it's, like, times I might need something. And I might be like, damn, all right, I need to go ask so-and-so. Like, I had to get out of that mind state. Because I'm not a person who will ask, like, a whole bunch of favors. Like, mm-hmm. it's a difference between being, like, a nuisance and, like, just really genuinely needing help. So, but, yeah. Right. You know, yeah. some people just some people just want to go through the process. Like, Last year, it taught me a lot about asking for help. Like, because... Uh, I mean, like, transitioning from jobs. And, like, you know, you got to wait that two or three weeks to get paid for that new job. You know, I had, like, ran through my savings, paying bills and stuff like that. So, like, I needed help monetarily. Like, that's something I've never really had to, like, if I had to ask for somebody, it'd be, like, $10, $15. How do y'all feel about needed, help, you know? asking for help? Do y'all feel like y'all good at everything? They 16. I mean, but even still, you know, it could be a situation where... Some people really feel like because they have the world in their hands with a phone or with a computer or whatever that they can do anything. Do you guys feel that way? Um, sometimes I don't ask because I be seem like I'm slow or something, but I really be needing help. Like and then sometimes people take that and treat you like you a nuisance when you're not even trying to be. And I just it ain't working. You'd rather not deal with it, so you yeah, don't. I'd be like, I don't need you no way. I get to <laughs> load that little Libra in you. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's whatever. Do you ask for help? No. Why? I don't ask for help. You know everything? No, it's not that. No, I'm just. Because I'm one of the ones who used to figuring it out also, because my parents like always tell me to figure it out so I can like be prepared for the world and stuff like that. So I try my best. But when it comes to, like, asking questions, say you're in the class, you just don't want to raise your hand because, like, you're kind of shy. Like, you don't want to say that, but like, you don't want to be, I need help and make you feel singled out and stuff like that. Yeah, even with the, I, because people are bullies. You know, people do make you feel, like Felicity was saying, make you feel Slow. stupid. Yeah. You know, when it's literally like maybe you don't even know what's going on, but instead of saying thanks for asking that question, you know, it becomes an issue of you don't know as much as the other person. So yeah. I, I feel that's like a big issue with um, especially with me, with me. It's hard for me to branch out and ask for help because of the fact that I've the things that I do. I just feel like is when I explain it to people, they kind of have you know how Cardi B was looking at that reporter mm-hmm. when she wasn't really registering. That's how I feel like people feel I, to me, you know, because I'm like, oh, I need you to be able to do blah 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 blah, and then they're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, this is why I don't ask for help, you know. So it literally becomes like a weird complex of when is it a good time to ask and when is it a good time to train. 
because you you if you want somebody to work the way that you work especially as as all being like entrepreneurs and you guys going into a world where you want to work and work for yourself and be your own bosses mm-hmm. when is it a good time to say I should take some time to sit and train somebody to be exactly what I want them to be or do you just risk not having that person there at all hmm. you want us to answer this rhetoric because you because you're doing something Oh, I'm always doing something. I'm I'm I'm, I'm operating a board. And not just forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, because you tried to go in. Nah, because I was confused. Positivity. <laughs> Beefy. But I feel like if you're not selfish, then you should be able to help somebody. Because a, a reason somebody wouldn't want help could be like, what if you're a jack of all trades and you focusing on all this other stuff, and somebody that you train surpasses you, then it's gonna be an issue. Like. Then that's like yeah. give me my shop back. Give me like that's mine, and then you're gonna try to. I don't know. Everything could probably mess up because you finally putting your focus somewhere, and everything else you was focusing on, is just. That's why you never saw Michael Jordan mention nobody. Mm. No, I, with that, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like with that, like you gotta believe in yourself. Like, yeah. like people ask me all the time how to start podcasts or how to do this, do that. Like, I don't mind helping people, mm-hmm. like, cause yeah. you can't do me. Better than me Exactly right. So like you You winning Or whatever you doing Ain't gonna take away From what I'm doing mm-hmm. True You know what I'm saying So you gotta like I don't know I feel like you gotta have Like that type of mentality The confidence Yeah That's something like, that A jack of all trades They say is something That's a strong characteristic Is confidence Yeah like I just feel like I can't I can't help you Without it taking away from me Like you got We gotta get out The mindset of like Me helping you Is gonna stop What I'm doing Or mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Cause if I help you And you You make it Past right than me, you might think back and be like, "Hey, you know, he ain't have to help me." Blah blah. You need help with anything, or you know, right? Just constantly like stepping stones for each other, mm-hmm. yeah. and that is something. At least in Chicago, I see it a lot. I'm sure it's like maybe a big city thing though, where people get afraid of what the next person will do if you if you give them an in on what you're doing. I mean, that's not just Chicago. That's like uh, that's in our culture a lot. Like, it's in so many different instances where like. Yeah, hey, bro, you give me a job up there, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. dude, kind of like take it forever to kind of hit you with the manager number, you know what I'm saying? True, yeah. What you working? Where you working? Mm-hmm. So it's different, bro. What's the uh, apartment application? You know, the dude, like people don't want you where they yet sometimes. So like, it's more than just artistic stuff. It's it's on so many levels. And with that being said, like that's a good point to make. The quote of the week is. I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. So, you know, when you take the time to hone in on uh, a project, um, a career path, you know, whatever it is, you take the time to put your all into it. Not saying you can't have your other goals. It's okay to have short-term, long-term goals. But when you put your all into it, you become somebody that people are um, intimidated by, but not necessarily um, jealous of. You know, they see you as competition. That's what you want in life. Mm-hmm. You know, you want everybody to be. That's a great feeling to be with with your peers, both striving to the next level. But like, oh man, I got to get to the next level like you. Mm-hmm. I'm on it. You know, because that's a push that we all need, especially in our communities, especially with our friends and peers. Right now, it seems like the attention is is on just looking cute all the time. You know, you want I asked a girl in Texas um, last year, two years ago. I asked her. I said, 
oh, you're so pretty. You know, like we were at the Ray Shrimmer thing. And I said, so what do you, what do you want to do with your life? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I want to be an Instagram model. And she just started nodding her head after that. <laughs> and I was just like, That's okay. Now, and though, I was like, like, okay, what else? What else you want to do? Well, you know, I don't really know. It's just, you know, I want to get my followers up, blah, blah, blah. And now her followers are up. But it's like, what are you doing? What happens when that disappears, you know? How do we push to the next level? Being a jack of all trades is not a horrible thing. It's just about being smart with it. You know, you want to be able to work with others with your skills. You want to be able to train others with your skills so that you all are competitors with each other. To you know, it just feels good to have. I have friends that are doing what I'm doing, and I'm like, man, I gotta get. I'm I'm on it. Like, how do I get to that level? Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm envious or jealous of what anybody's doing. It's like, no, we finna do this together. Like, you doing it, I'm gonna figure it out too. Even if they don't want to tell me, it's about paying attention to what's going on around you. Like I said about Mike, he ain't teach nobody nothing, but Kobe watched. Mm-hmm. Twenty three, twenty four. No, that was. I know that's all I know about basketball. Don't ask me any more questions. <laughs> but um, Rico, how can we keep up with you? Oh, uh, you could check me out on Twitter. Uh, uh, play he's also he's way more expressive on Twitter than you know he's been today. <laughs> yeah, it's the radio. So yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, bro. You be funny. You I've seen some tweets go viral. Funny you, as heck. What's your Twitter? Oh, please. <laughs> Playboy Rico is boy with an eye. Uh, and he Twitter. also has his oh, podcast. Yeah, podcast. Uh, you, your podcast is on SoundCloud. Um, so under Rico's Playhouse, uh, search it on SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, it drops every Monday. He about to move to Tuesday, so but he's dropping every Monday. So uh, yeah, check me out. Don't. Uh, don't block me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you blocked by on Twitter? Oh no! Okay, so it's some chef, <laughs> Chef Risha. Can somebody tell Chef Risha to unblock me? I don't know what I did, but I really used to like looking at her page for like the food, and now I can't. Mm. Oh, and somebody tell Bun B to unblock me. You my favorite. You like one of my favorite. Right? Dude, Joe Bun got me blocked. Ninth Wonder, my favorite producer. One of my favorite producers got me blocked because I kept tweeting in my homie mixtape. So my friends, he sorry, definitely. Who your homie? His name is uh, Stacks. Stacks. Yeah. Shout out to you, Stacks. We here for you. Stacks, Send your music in. Don't say I ain't love you. But if Ninth Wonder, block like you, every day. You think he listens to the tape and then blocks you? Or you think he just blocked you because you kept tweeting the tape? No, I, I don't know. It was one. You of look, the, you would never no, know. No, <laughs> I know if he listened to the tape, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have blocked me because of that. But it was because I kept tweeting him the tape. Probably I was uh, tweeting it to him like every day for like a good. Makes sense. A good three weeks. I it was in my image, in my younger days in Twitter. I ain't know no better. Yeah, Wale blocked me a few years ago. <laughs> Wale doesn't like people from Chicago. He blocked Flash too. Oh yeah, Jaheem got me blocked. <laughs> wow. He wow. Was looking, you probably flamed him for when he had that, huh? No, nah, I just told him he was a goofy. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate. Yeah, because he was he was tweaking one day. I'm like, you had the nerve to show up to to Whitney funeral in that suit. And he talking about you They ain't let you in I wouldn't have you. <laughs> It was just a while It was just a while And this is just a small Glimpse of who Rico is His podcast is hilarious You guys should definitely Listen to the one that That I was on You see another side of me Um 
that you don't see on the radio because I'm a unicorn on the radio. <laughs> Last one. Keisha Cole got me and Keisha Cole? Yes, G. What oh, did you do? Shout out to my BM. She was on an award show. She just sounded trash. And I tweeted it. And... She, oh, okay, the, that's op, the that's opposition. She looking up her name. That's, that was a lie. She, she ain't sounding like that. Well, how can we keep like, up with um, <laughs> our newest edition? We have to do a really cool Nitty Snocker photo shoot with the squad because this is this is cool. I, I enjoy the new faces. You're right, we a new face and a new perspective. How can we keep up with you guys if it's possible? Because, you know, y'all be possible. so... We low-key. <laughs> Well, I guess you guys can just listen to them every Tuesday here on Nitty's Knocker, powered by Q4 Radio. We are live every Tuesday from 6.15 to 8.15. Today we're ending at 8 because I'm going to get tacos. Yes. Yes, it's tacos. Yes, yes. And Brandon, how can we keep in touch with you? Um, You can follow me on Twitter at underscore damn can I live, like. D, D yeah. damn can I live it's simply just how it sounds spell it for sure and if anybody's ever interested in being a part of Nitty's wow. Knocker submitting your music your thoughts go. your ideas send it to me at nittysknocker.com you can find all of my social media handles there on the website really cool pictures of guests that have been on the show uh, all of our radio shows are on there videos all types of stuff very fun and cute bubbly little site and you can talk to me I'll talk back I like talking to people and stuff and sending unicorns and sparkles. So, until we catch up with y'all next week, peace, love, and happiness.